It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and joining me as he does every Tuesday, Charlie Five, Auburn message board legend for a Charlie Tuesday. How are you doing? Saturday night was a tough one for all of us. Still licking my wounds, but... Yeah, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. Oh, so, I mean, long night. What was your biggest takeaway from all of that that we watched? Uh, well, I was just kind of uh, my hat, by the way, is just absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I don't know if I've sat on it. What's happened? So I may just go hatless and just roll with it. I got to take uh, Bixby I, hat. What do you think about this bad boy? I love I love your tank Bixby hat, by the way. That is thank uh, you. Sick. I saw that today. Thank saw you. that today. Uh, man, if you would have told me, if you would have said, Hey Kyle, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars to bet on which side of the line is going to play well enough to win. I would have lost the thousand dollars every single time. Um, that was a pretty, pretty, uh, I thought it was a, a, very, a pretty well performance for our offensive line. And I was, I was shocked at just how poor our pass rush was with the defensive line. So uh, that was probably the biggest takeaway I had. I just, and I'm not really sure how you fix that. I don't know if you can fix that um, without manufacturing it, manufacturing uh, pressure from the from the line. I just don't know how. I just don't know what you do. I don't know how you fix that. So, and I would love to know Mason's thoughts watching tape. I, I would bet that they were surprised that they were not able to get a pass rush with sending four, definitely with oh, the yeah. three. But like. I think they were shocked how bad the pass rush was and how ineffective it was on Saturday. That's just a yeah, guess, we, but I, I was shocked. I thought they would be a lot more effective. That's one of the downsides to the first two games that we played. Sure. Uh, I think we had sort of like some fall securities on and, and uh, spring too. Uh, not spring, uh, fall camp, because uh, from everything we've heard, the defensive line pretty much destroyed the offensive line. But, you know, the competition there at the mm-hmm. time um, – uh, was it was it good enough to really give you a true picture? Um, right. I don't know. Feel like we kind of had a we kind of had an idea of how we would perform, but I don't think we really. I think there's two things we did not know, we were not aware of uh, because of the first two games. The fir- two things. No, uh, first thing is pass rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, we weren't really sure how actually good we were on the end, and the second thing. Uh, this goes to the offensive game plan. I don't think we understand how or understood how good Jarquez Hunter is. Uh, I don't th- and, and to to be able to build your game plan around and call me a homer. I don't care. I think it's it's at worst the best uh, running back tandem in the SEC. At best, possibly the best running back t- tandem in the country. And I don't think we understood that before this game. And you know, we looked at. Hunter is sort of like an ancillary back uh, to complement instead of, hey, we need 
shoot, we need to get these guys 40 touches. I mean, 40 combined touches between the two. And there's not hardly a drop-off between either one. So uh, those two things, I think it was just hard from the first games to get uh, kind of garner that. Um, not an excuse, but uh, the good news is we should know, we now know that we have a lot of issues rushing the passer and yeah. that we know that we can lean a lot on our running game, like heavily, like make your whole offense about those two guys and uh, kind of just build from there. Jarquez, it's like every five touches he gets, something stupid happens. Like something special happens. He yeah. just jumps over a dude or he runs it 90 plus yards or he makes an incredible catch off of a wheel. I mean, something happens every four or five touches with this guy. And it's just like, man, what's about to happen next with this dude? Every time I think he's done doing something incredible, then he'll just run over three or four guys. He is a special, special player. And I'm curious now, and we may get a glimpse of the. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of information we're going to be able to get from uh, from Georgia State coming up. But I do think right. Georgia State's a decent football team. Um, I haven't like really dove in, but Brian Harson talked about how impressive they were. I'm curious to see if that's coach speak or not when I really sit down and look at them. But I think um, I think this is going to be one of the few things as far as value that we can get from this matchup coming up on Saturday is. Where is Hunter now that we assume Shivers will be back? What does that balance right. look like? If there's 40 rushes and Tank gets 20, who how are how are the other 20 divided between Jarquez and Sean Shivers? And I think that's going to be an interesting thing. I love Sean Shivers. He is uh, you know, we got we got him to endorse this show and uh, hopefully we can do some stuff with him in the future, but he picked a really, really bad time to miss a week and a half to two weeks of practice and yeah, game time. Like he picked a, it picked a really, really bad time. And so I think regardless, he still has a very important role in this offense. I think he's going to be a big change of pace back. I think he's going to be effective in third downs. And when he's in the sure. game, you, the defense has to respond in a different way. But I, I really hate it when this happened because Dark West has taken full advantage of his opportunities. Right. And then, I mean – when Sean does come back, you know he's going to murder at least one man throughout the game, whether it be on our team or or theirs. Uh, he's going to hit somebody really hard. Right. But, you know, it's not even so much as let's give 20 carries a tank and 20 carries between um, – I just want touches. I mean, Jarquez can catch the ball. He's a very good receiver. Sure. I want to throw he, – He you know, I don't feel like we really featured them enough. Um, you know, he had a couple of big catches or maybe, a, you know, one or two catches as check downs and got, you know – six to eight yards each time. I mean, I just think these two guys need to touch the ball in some form or fashion close to 40 times a game and just build from there. And then Sean, like you said, he's just another – he's another weapon that you can add into the mix. And I am uh, – we got to have it. We got to have it um, so for sure because we are definitely lacking with playmaking wide receivers at the moment for sure. Yeah, Tank had 23 touches, which I said this on another show – in real time, it didn't really seem like he got 20-plus touches, but he did, 23 for 102 and two scores. But then Jarquez, just nine touches. He also had um, – or nine carries. He had two catches as well. But, yeah, I mean, what do you think the – He had like, like 35. What's the, I mean, what's the, what's the magic number, do you think? You think the magic number is, is 30 total? Well, they passed that. I mean, you, you mentioned 40 earlier. Is 40 the yeah, number between those two touch, guys? I mean, 40 touches – you're, you're, we're, you know, we're somewhere around like, so that's 31, uh, 33, 34 touches. 
I mean, your six six more touches could be the difference in this ball game. You know what I mean? At, at the rate they were playing uh, and, and the success that they were having, I mean, six more touches could have been the difference. Um, well, especially think, if it's in one of those fourth down situations, whether you know you choose to do that instead of the field goal or fourth and two. And we'll talk about uh, Harson's comments on, on his Monday presser about that fourth and two situation later in the show, but. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, especially if this team is going to become that downhill running team, that blue-collar, old-school, just run it down your throat until you just can't do anything about it. Right. That's what you need, and you've got the personnel for it. I thought it'd be the offensive line holding back that mentality, but I was really, really impressed with what they did Saturday night. That seems like their strength. It was the... seems to be their strength. Yeah, I I liked the more run blocking than pass blocking, and I think they did fine pass blocking. Um I was really blown away by the offensive line. They weren't great, but I think they no, were above they're average. Yeah, they're good enough for what this team needs. Win. Exactly. And so I think what Penn State does defensively, compare that to you know what hap- what's going to happen in LSU in two weeks, like the offensive line should be able to do that again. And sure. so the thing that held back this mentality was the offensive game plan. And that's just not something I really accounted for when we were talking about this game. I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we there was some there was some question there was some stuff that sort of reminded you of the previous administration a few times, you know, throwing slip screens on third down to the boundary and uh running some speed sweeps to the boundary. Uh I, again, it seemed like we did not know what we had, and that is a combination of a new staff, a new system and playing two games where everything you did worked. So you're like, well, it, whatever we do works. So we don't really know how to – we don't really know where to hone in. Uh, and I, I think you saw that play out. And But then again, you're only a couple of possessions or a couple of plays from winning. And also, you know, you could take plays out the other way too. But I, I just think we played good enough to win, but it was like we're still trying to find – how we want to uh, how we want to have an identity on offense for sure. Right, right. Hey, today's show brought to you by our great friends at Frisky Whiskey. I know homecoming is this weekend, so when you were setting up your tailgate, Early. be sure to head over to Frisky Whiskey, get a bunch of uh, great deals on all of your alcohol purchases, whether it's whiskey or bourbon or vodka. We went over and um, we uh, we got a different uh, we got some crown and we got some uh, some different kinds of uh, vodka because we did we yeah uh, we got a full jug of it too I, I'm good for a little bit but uh, <laughs> but I got the biggest jug of it that they possibly have and the deal I mean it's it's worth it when you go to Frisky Whiskey because it's so much cheaper over there than it is um, in town so be sure to check that out our friends at Frisky Whiskey uh, they uh, tell them uh, tell them locked on Auburn sent you. Also, today's show brought to you by Prize Picks. Um, uh, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. There's a bunch of different things that you can kind of um, put stakes on. They're a leader in college sports daily fantasy. And uh, yeah, you can pick two to five players and an over under on their projections. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. And uh, yeah, you can use their award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Charlie Five, I want to talk about Brian Harston and his press conference Monday. The first yeah. thing about it is the first thing chronologically 
And he came out, typically the last two weeks, he's come out and given out player of the game honors. And right. he came out this week and was like, yeah, there were no players of the game not, because... Not today. Uh, we don't do that in losses. That's kind of I, cool. I like it. I like, I like it. it a lot. Setting yeah. an expectation of like, no, there's no there's no consolation here. We we went on the road, we lost, we failed our mission, and we start over again. I I like that mentality. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh he hate you can tell it really pisses him off to lose. <laughs> he does not like it one one bit. And uh I like that he is sort of trying to pass that mindset on to just despise losing. Um, and this is one way that he is showing that. And he jumped right out of the gate and let everybody know we're not patting anybody on the back tonight. We lost, right. we lost, and uh, I'm not. We're not giving out any ribbons. No, you're, you're absolutely right. He did turn around then after that and said that there were some guys that played really well that he was impressed with, but that's just not yeah. something they're going to do in losses, which is, which is fine. Let's do yeah. our own. Let's act like we um, we could read his mind. Who do you think he would give player of the game honors to? I think Roger McCreary has to make the list. I think both running backs have to make the list. Johnson. I think Chandler Wooten played an incredible game. No uh, doubt. When people went down, I think he had like 10 tackles and six or seven solos, a couple of tackles for loss. One really big tackle for loss behind the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. that stopped a, uh, a pretty um, successful drive. Um, he would probably be my player of the game on defense. And, and then like the, said, the situation Roger. of it too, right? I mean, Zacoby yes. getting ejected because of a questionable, uh, questionable targeting call. And then oh, Owen rolled up, yeah. yeah. Which sounds like he's improving better. By the way, I don't know why you would play Owen this weekend. Um, just kind of give him, give him uh, all of that, and then uh, let him be good uh, on the road to Baton Rouge. But yeah, I think Chandler Wooden's a great one. I think Tony Fair had a good game as well. He did. He stuffed uh, a couple of the short, uh, for, uh, both fourth downs he was in, and, and just absolutely collapsed the line. Right. Um, there was no penetration. It was no movement no, he's, whatsoever. He's a massive human he being. Just, he uh, just sat down and they couldn't move him. So John Samuel Shanker, I think, is a guy you got to consider. I'm a huge Shanker fan, man. Yeah, give me, give me Shanker. Give me ten catches a game. I mean, the kid, he is. He's going to be our. He's going to be the our weapon that can, uh, you know, be the security blanket over the middle. And uh, he just always does that. I mean, we're already uh, we're three games into the season. I think he's got like twelve or thirteen catches already. Which Love is, it. Which is awesome. And he he's a. He's not a lumbering tight end. He he can he can split out wide. He gets open, uh, and he's a weapon out there to block too for running. So, I'm a big John Samuel Shanker fan. Sure, yeah, I am too. He's been uh, he's been awesome. Yeah, I love the fact that he's like a legitimate asset when Auburn goes in that I formation. He's lined up in the fullback spot. I yes. love that too. How cool is that? He can he can he can go from split out wide. Get back there in the fullback, uh, uh, drop back in there behind uh, behind the quarterback, lead lead blocker at fullback, and then he can he can attach to the line too, be yeah. hand down and and be effective. Very versatile. Love love him. Yeah, uh, yeah, love him a lot. The the then the rest of the press conference, I mean, Harson got peppered with a ton of questions, and it was kind of a carryover of the post game stuff Saturday, where it's like. A lot of his answers for things on Saturday when he's asked about specific plays, he's like, well, we don't know. we got to go back and look at the film. And so then <laughs> the same reporters were asking the same questions where it's like, all right, so now that you've watched the film, what do you think about the fourth and two call? Or, you know, how do you think so-and-so did? And, you know. They what, didn't forget. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you know, hey, the previous uh, the previous coaching staff ran press man, and he, uh, you know, 
then he kind of went back on, I think Bennett, the the new writer for the Montgomery Advertiser, asked about that. And he's like, what do you mean by press man? And Bennett's like, well, the previous, uh, the previous coaching staff ran a lot of press man and they had a lot of success with it. Is that something that y'all consider? And then he was asked questions about like, what, uh, you know, why are guys so open all the time? Is it a miscommunication thing? Is it a failure of the scheme or guys just missing their assignment? What's going on? And I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, he didn't really, you know, directly answer that question and he doesn't have to, but he, um, I can't imagine he was asked those types of questions after a loss at Boise. I'm just no. guessing. I, I'm wondering if he's starting to realize like, and, and not that he did beforehand, but like, it's just a different world. It's just a different yeah. world in the SEC uh, opposed to Boise. hundred percent, hundred percent. You have to give, you ha- you're going to have to give an answer and then uh, you better be prepared to live with that answer because no one forgets in the media in the SEC. So they're going to ask you the question and they're going to keep asking you until they get the answer, get an answer that they can run with. Or, uh, you know, they're, like I said, it's not over. It does not end Saturday night. It, it keeps going until the next kickoff. For yeah. Sure. The fourth and two is going to oh, stick boy. around for a bit. Now, if he goes yes. to Baton Rouge and wins in two weeks, and I think he will, because I'm just, yes. I'm not impressed with LSU. And I think if Auburn plays on the road like they did Saturday at LSU, I think Auburn wins handedly. But I think uh, I think a lot of it goes away because fans are going to be so ecstatic that they've won in Baton Rouge for the first time in 20 years. Right. Um, but if he goes down there and struggles again or it looks similar... And, and there's some questionable. There's some things that there are people are like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, it's just like, what, "Why are you being cute in the red zone?" Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like Auburn fans yeah. have had to put up with that for eight seasons, and they're done with it. And yeah. I just I don't think that's who Harson is. That's why it was so surprising to me. And a lot of people were wanting to throw Bobo under the bus, and maybe that's the right move. I don't know. Uh, it seems like it's Bobo definitely calling the plays, but I just why I, I just don't get the why behind all of it. It's like, what's the thought process? Which getting, part, which part, if you don't mind me asking, just, the, just, why. just the getting cued in the red zone. Like, I, I just don't understand the thought process behind it. Do you mean, you talking about, you're talking about specifically the fourth and two, the yes. fourth and two play, right? Okay. Right. Let's talk about that play for a second. Okay. okay so uh, every coach, like he said, has a menu of, Two point, what I call two point plays. Right. Uh, that you're basically your, your, your guarantees. Like I said, you 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 have them down for must have situations or two point plays. Sure. I went. I've gone back and watched that play a hundred times. Okay? okay. And the camera work does not lend itself to being able to see everything, but from what I could tell, uh, you had Shanker was in the slot on the left, mm-hmm. running sort of like a slant dig. He was open. Bottom line, he was open. He could have drilled him in. That was open. Second thing, Tank ran a little delayed, you know, that that where they kind of delay for a second. They run around the line. They turn around and sit down in the middle of the field. Tank ran that option. It was wide open. Um, so you had that option there. Um, I think the, the the whole thing at the top of the route, it, to me it looked like that should have been a rub route. It looked, And I think it also looked like, Kobe ran the route on top of Shedrick Jackson instead of underneath Shed, which would have had a natural pick. And then 
the throw is just there. But a natural the pick is, for a natural wide receiver. A natural pick for a natural wide receiver. Right. The problem is the decision was made by Bo, and I'm a huge Bo defender. As soon as he got the snap. As soon as he got the ball, he just automatically believed that if, if it was – if I'm correct and it was supposed to be a rub on, to the outside, which that's the only thing that makes sense because Shed wasn't even really running a route. It was just kind of a – you know, a slant type thing, and yeah. he wasn't really even running a route. If they if if they run the rub and it's per and the run the rub the correct way, Kobe's sitting in the end in the back of the end zone by himself. It should it just it's a natural the way it works. He's just sitting in zone back back of himself. Bo just immediately assumed that was going to happen, and he threw it back there. And uh, so fourth and two. I, I have no problem with the pass. I honestly think probably ninety five percent of of coaches fourth and two with a game on the line, they're going to throw the ball. Um, Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks comes to mind. I know it didn't work out, but, but uh, I mean, it just, it's always going to happen. You're going to throw the ball. You're just going to throw the ball. So I don't have a problem with the, with passing the ball. I kind of would like to see something a little bit that plays to your strengths and as a way to get, maybe have uh, Hunter and tank on the, uh, on the field at the same time, going both directions with, you know, running options with Bo. Um, but you know, it, it's it's all hindsight. If it works, if the if the, the routes run the correct way and they it rubs perfectly, and then Kobe's open, you're like, oh man, what a genius! They called a pick play. When did we ever run a pick play on a goal line in the last eight years? I can't. I mean, I can think of one at maybe Texas A&M a couple of years ago, but maybe. Um, it just I, it just sucked. It's, it just was executed so poorly. Right. No matter what. No matter what. And then you don't know who to blame. You don't know. You, you don't know what to do. You just uh-huh. set, you just you chalk it up to play calling. You chalk it up to this, that, that, and the other. But um, I don't know, man. It was it was just you call a timeout. Um, that's another thing. Um, you feel like you have your four or five go tos in that situation. You say, "Hey, we're going to run the third one," but at the same time, I don't know. What do you talk about in the huddle? I I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. It was it, it was tough to watch. Hey, today, to today's show brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts uh, from a chain storefront or a car dealership? Instead, you can just go to rockauto.com. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, the number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Head to their website, betonline.ag. And use promo code Locked On for your 100% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Did you see the tweet from Holly Rowe that tweeted about um, how upset the players were coming off the field, and Tank was visibly upset. He wanted the football, and then she deleted it. The tweet has since been deleted, which is interesting to me. It's interesting to me too because naturally, would the players not be mad anyway? Like, would they not be upset right. that the play didn't work anyway? And does does your best player on the field not always want the ball? So I didn't really understand why the tweet was deleted. Um, 
I kind of feel like she was just doing uh, her job. I mean, she's a sideline yeah. reporter. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like, like I said, I feel like any, any offensive player with a pulse is going to be pissed off that they lost the game. I would hope. Yeah, and, right. and if you're an alpha male, like tank, you're going to uh, be mad that you didn't have the ball. I mean, not mad, but you're going to be disappointed that you didn't have a chance to have the ball in your hands because you think you're the best player on the field right? and and you can score. So I was kind of like, why would that be deleted? That that was not even a very nefarious tweet at all. I mean, it wasn't like it, – it to me, she was kind of – maybe because it was sort of – she was kind of trying to maybe insinuate that the they were mad at the play call or they were mad – at the coaches or something like that. Yeah, but maybe that's but what she was trying to insinuate. Someone told her to do that, right? Or something had to happen for her to make that decision. Yeah. So I, I just I want to know what it was. You know, I do too. I do too. I mean, sh- do we have a tweet monitor sitting there watching Holly Rose tweets? Like, that's. But that's even even if ESPN's to. like, yeah, let's have somebody watching over all the talents' tweets. Like, why is that one being asked to get taken down? Like yeah, that is that yeah, doesn't that line up weird. to me. That was kind of weird. I, I I didn't get that either. I, like I said, it almost makes it worse look, now that it's been deleted. Like I didn't really think now, much of it when it happened, but then it's like, who told if her? If it take stays that down? up, it's if it, if it stays up, it's like, well, no crap, Holly. Everybody's gonna be mad. We just lost the game, or, right? They just lost the game. Of course they're gonna be mad. But the fact that it was screenshotted after before it was deleted, it's like, huh? Was there was she trying to insinuate something a little, um? little friction behind the scenes somebody caught her and asked her to get rid of it like it makes you think more than it probably actually was but yeah it's kind of weird yeah i believe it yeah something happened there whether somebody said something to her or you know they caused something that she didn't want to call i don't know i don't know but hey whatever i think she's really gonna do her job though i hope i hope uh i hope we get her her team for more uh, more broadcasts this season so we'll see which we might lsu um at night it's a night game it's a night game. That'd be fun. We, I don't think we'll get that crew still, but still uh, another night game on the road in a very hostile environment. How your how your thoughts? And I mean, you mentioned it a second ago, but I'm feeling pretty good about it still, despite what we just saw Saturday night. I do too, and I think you have a game that you can go back and sort of uh, tinker with a few things and get some things corrected, and it's not a ton of pressure. Uh, but if it's a good if if this staff is as good as I think they are. You just got – we'll give you the pass on there was – it was hard to know um, that we wouldn't be able to pressure the quarterback. It was hard to know how good Jarquez Hunter was, so we didn't really game plan for, uh, you know, him to be able to uh, be on the field with the tank at the same time and, and be able to be a lead blocker as well as be able to be a playmaker and hurdle humans and things like that. So. Yeah. If I go out and see, if I see some, you know, we're going to, we have to manufacture pressure a little bit, um, maybe mix up our coverages a little bit more, not be able to play so base. Um, I kind of feel like that's what we're going to see. And uh, if we don't see that and we see a lot of the same things, then I'll, you know, I'll be a little bit concerned. But I think if this staff is who we think they are, you know, I think we're going to see some, some, a little bit of some changes. And uh, I'm glad that we got a buffer game in between. Me too. Charlie, really just for people to get healthy again. I think that's going to be super yeah, important. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And, you know, Zacoby serving his, you know, first half where he's got to sit out. Owen recovering. It sounds like his ankle's bothering him. So lots of reasons. I think that helps us. Charlie Five, where can people find you and hear you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore 
five. You can find me on auburnlive.com, the corner message board, uh, Auburn 247 Sports Body Get Aboard, or daily Monday through Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Let's go. Follow me on Let's Twitter go. at Z Black or be shown on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe on the video. It means a ton. Really, really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow for a War Report Wednesday right here on Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 